everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy, and this is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast I started four years ago from my 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. We are currently in a 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition. I am your host, Road Rage Randy. This is a mobile-based podcast where we drive around and talk about whatever the topic of today is. Sorry, I just got done with my Thursday trip to the Bees, and we had probably one of the biggest laughing sessions I have had in a good bit. We, uh, We were all like crying in tears at the table. We were just having such a damn good time, Um, which is awesome, which is awesome. Um, Today we're going to discuss, if if you're new here to this podcast, uh, I love running. Running is a very big passion of mine. I document my journey into running ultra marathons and my training and um, whatever else goes into that. Um... (laughs) This past weekend, I went to this very cool event. So um, I woke up, I, um, I actually went running with this girl. It was super, super fun. We're like the same pace. I ran with her before, um, usually within another group, but uh, me and her went out together this weekend. We did like eight miles, um, just about my normal pace. Um, I wasn't too concerned about pacing. I just wanted some company and it was very, very good. We're definitely going to get together again and, um, do more running. I think we, uh, had very, very good conversations. Um, and then that night I had asked my mother, well, originally I said, dad, I want to go to this movie. I bought two tickets and, uh, he said, I'm going hunting. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Enjoy your, enjoy your pheasant hunting. Um, so I said, mom, do you want to go to this movie? And she said, what's it about? And I said, here's the trailer. It's just a documentation of this ultra marathon that's held here in Minnesota. And um, she looked at the trailer and actually to my surprise, she said it actually sounds very, very interesting. So I, I was super excited. Um, I had a friend, um, shout out to Mitchell. Mitchell, um, he tagged me in something. He's friends with the owner of the movie theater, actually, on Facebook. And he tagged me in it, and he, he, I, I'm like, bro, I'd actually love to do this. Thank you so much for tagging me. Yeah, um, let's pick up tickets. And he actually had something going on that night, so he was unable to go. But I, I sweat. I snagged two tickets about two weeks prior before they went live. Um, you know, exclusive to his friends first or whatever. So that was really cool. Basically, the event was it's going to be an exclusive one night showing of the film, and then um, they're going to have some guests from the film who relate to the ultra marathon. And if we have questions, they're gonna do a little Q&A, give some insight. I said, God, that sounds like such a cool event. I I really wanna be there for that. So tickets were $9. 
super cheap. So uh, I bought me and my mom tickets. I told her, hey, this is what time we're leaving. Uh, it was it was super fun. So we get there to the theater. It was called 40 Below. Um, I wish I could give credit to like director's name. Uh, I, I don't remember his name. He was present at the um, film. He lives in Duluth. He is from uh, Germany, actually. So we get there. I ran into one of my high school um, classmates. Um, he, I don't think he listens to this, but shout out to Zach. So I, I saw Zach. Zach's one of those guys. He was on the football team, uh, defenseman, you know, wrestler. Uh, so I, I run into him every so often. I wouldn't necessarily say we were like friends in high school, but like we got along. He, he, he I think he loved uh, me and my friends sense of humor so he like he'd be respectful and, and we ran into him at uh a couple of local events too i, I love uh, the guy's fucking awesome I, I always like running into him um so talked with him for about 10 seconds and then we headed on into the movie me and my mother um we sit down we're chilling i snuck a beverage in because everything there has sugar and i just was not about to do that uh I, I don't know, sugar drinks just, they're way too sweet for me. Ever since I started drinking um, like water and artificially sweetened, it just, or naturally sweetened, you know, you know, the things like Zevia, stuff like that. I, I like those. Um, but we sit down, I, I'm eating my, um, snack that I brought. I'm drinking my beverage. Lights haven't gone out yet. I look over. And I'm like, huh, interesting. That guy looks like my uncle. So I said, mom, is that my uncle? She looked over. She goes, yeah, yeah, that is. I, All right. So I uh, Steve, Steve, Steve. Yeah, he finally looked at me. Oh, hey, guy. Hey, how you doing? Uh, he was there with my aunt. And it was very, very interesting. Like, how did you guys find out about this film? Like, I, I obviously am uh, in a bunch of uh, the running scenes, so I, I could see how I come across it. Um, I know you don't run. Yeah, I, I, how did you find this, basically? Uh, it was just super cool, super small world. This is like the second time I've had an occasion where I am somewhere and just don't expect to run into someone. Uh, I was on a flight from, uh, it was from Minneapolis to LaGuardia. I believe LaGuardia is in New York. I had a layover in LaGuardia and not only was one of my friends from Iowa on my flight, he was actually sitting right next to me on that flight. So that, in one of those occasions, like, bro, what the heck? Um, so going into this movie, I was tired because I had gone for that run in the morning. So uh, I also went for a walk later that day. Um, so I, I just, I didn't sleep well the night before either. That was an adventure. I, I told my mom, I said, listen, I might fall asleep. You're gonna have to wake me up. This movie, again, I'll say it's called 40 Below, was so interesting and so well made that um, 
I, I just, I, no chance I was falling asleep during that. It was incredible how engaging it was. I, I loved, oh, oh, yep, 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 yep. All right, yeah, I was trying to let a guy go. The Taco Bell, come on, it's like 11.19 right now. Taco Bell is popping. I'm trying to let people get around the giant crowd. Um, I should, we're in the sketchier part of town. Um, anyways, so we, um, I was just so entertaining. Basically, the concept of this movie is he's from Germany. He married this girl from Duluth. He lives in Duluth, and he wants, he heard about this. It's called the Arrowhead 135. Now, you can either run the Arrowhead 135, ski the Arrowhead 135, or bike the Arrowhead 135. And, um... So I just, I really thought that guy was about to get hit. Um, anyways, um, so they follow a guy who he has done many extreme endurance events. He's done a triple Ironman. He's done lots of a hundred milers, but the one event he cannot do and he has tried eight times is the Arrowhead 135. So the Arrowhead 135 is different. So you're basically tugging a sled the entire way with all your supplies. You're required to have 3,000 calories of emergency food. There's three aid stations, one is water only. And you're running in January in International Falls, the dead of winter. The wind chill will get very negative, negative 40. They're pulling out thermometers. It was like negative 32. One, he's like, my thermometer only goes to negative 20 and it's already there. Um, super, super fascinating. On the other end to the Arrowhead 135, there is a race called the Badwater. I actually think it's called the Badwater 135. Um, is it bad? Yeah. Uh, it's basically in Death Valley. So it's like the polar opposite. You get 110 degree temperatures. But the difference here is during Badwater, you actually have a pacing van next to you. So if you need to cool down or you need more water, You've got the van right next to you. The Arrowhead 135, nope. Uh, you're 60 miles between aid stations and sorry, you run out of stuff. You might be stranded for a little bit. Um, so they followed this guy who ran it eight times. I won't spoil whether he did it or not. And then they also followed a lady who actually ended up winning the event, uh, I believe she was the, she was there for the Q and A. I believe she said she's completed it nine times. I think she's a nine-time finisher of the Arrowhead 135 on her bike. Um, but she's only won it one time. And then they had another girl. I I'm sorry. I wish I remembered their names. Um, they had another girl there who 
I believe she's completed it on skis. She's completed it on the bike. And she's currently training to complete it on foot. Now, in order to qualify for the Arrowhead 135, you um, for the running, you have to have a 100 miler. Um, so that's the qualification. You have to have done a 100 miler and they check to make sure that you have. Um, the bike, I believe you have to have a 100 mile winter bike or a 200 mile road bike. And then I don't remember the skiing. I want to say skiing was you had to have completed a 100 mile cross country ski. Um, during the recording of this film, they only had two skiers and neither of them finished. Um, they said they sell out the race very, very early. I want to say he said like a hundred, a hundred, a uh, hundred and sixteen people, hundred thirty people, and over uh, I think sixty six DNF'd. Like a lot of people do not make it. Um, they had so they had the director, and then they had a medic, the head medic that has been up there a couple of times. And after the film, which again, super entertaining, there was some funny moments, there's some sad moments. It, it was really, really fun and entertaining. It's like just right up my alley. Um, it showed the brutal temperatures that can become of Minnesota. It showed Minnesota's beauty, the forests. It was so cool. I loved it. I loved it very, very much. Um, and then they had the Q&A at the end. The first guy stood up, introduced himself, and he said, I am on the starting line for the 2024 Arrowhead 135. And he had a question um, for the two racers. The racers had some questions. I think the medic might have given some of the most fascinating information. Um, somebody had asked about like people not getting medically cleared like what does it take and he said his job isn't to medically unclear someone he is there to give you insight into making your own decision he said there's only been two instances where he's had to tell someone you're not going back out one of them he said a guy got in and his hand was froze into his ski pole. He could not ungrip it. Um, it was frozen. And he said while they were trying to get it unfrozen, he kept complaining about his eye hurting. So he looked in his eye and he said there was just a layer of glass. He had frost bit his eye. So he had to put goggles on him. And even from the medic tent to the cab, he said, there cannot be exposure to any more of this. Um, I don't know the outcome of that, but I think the medic had some of the most interesting information. He said, you're two mistakes away from dying out there. The first one you make, if you can recover from that, you're good. If you don't recover, it's not, eh, good luck. He gave a story about someone unzipping his, so a lot of people were wearing like, um, like snow pants type things with a pocket on the front. 
So you wear the pocket and you put your food in there so it kind of stays a little closer to your body so it doesn't freeze. As people were like eating frozen solid nut rolls, that was one of the tips they gave was chop up your food into bite-sized pieces so you could like put it in your mouth and just let it melt because it's gonna be frozen. So you put it next to your body and try and give it some of your body heat so it don't get cold as quick. And he said someone did that, but when they went to go zip up their jacket, their hand was frozen. They didn't have their glove on, just completely frozen. So they ended up couldn't zip their jacket up. Well, he thought, all right, I just passed someone. He should be here soon. Well, the guy behind him actually ended up pulling out his bivy for the night and catching some sleep. So that guy had to make the decision like, do I just trek on and try and run into somebody else or what do I do? I think he ended up running into somebody and they got it zipped for him. But at that point he was so far behind as far as now he's having to spend the next four hours trying to warm up his frozen hand, his cold body. Obviously they have safety intact you know they have safety protocol there is gear requirements you know you have to finish the race with 3,000 calories when you bring those 3,000 calories it is 3,000 that you do not touch it's one of those things where if you end up having to break into that and you're out on the course in order to leave that next aid station you need 3,000 calories so that also goes for when you finish, they gear check you, make sure you have all the required gear. Um, I had one singular question and the owner of the movie theater took it from me. I was curious if either of the two um, bikers had aspirations to complete the Arrowhead 135 in any other kind of a method. And he asked that. Fuck! He didn't even use my wording. I Aspirations. I was going to word drop that one. Uh, he just said, do you have plans to run or ski it? I'm like, oh, I could have asked it so much better. Aspirations to do another method to complete the Arrowhead. I, I was so hyped, but then I'm like, oh. Then they had like a, they gave two give, they did two little giveaways. It was just a, it was such a fun and cool event. Um, they actually showed it tonight, free, limited seating at another movie theater around here. And I guess this is its third showing. So they're doing like a kind of a, a little circuit. If you get the opportunity, I know because they're Minnesota based, a lot's gonna be done in Minnesota. I know I have a large fan base, listener base, passenger base here in Minnesota and in California. So the one guy that's um, filled it eight times that they document here, he lives in California. So I imagine they're gonna do some kind of a circuit down there as well. If you get the opportunity to see this, they also are working on digital downloads. It's called 40 Below. I really, really recommend you watch this film. I really enjoyed it. 
um, like like very very much. So I thought it had some great insight. So after the after the film, my uncle goes, "Well, you start training." I said, "I just I listen. I'm a pussy when it comes to the cold. Like 20 degrees, and I'm like sitting there on my couch, just like, oh God, I have to go out and do this. I I just it's I I panic." I panic. I, I I don't like the cold at all. Um, heat. I'll go out in the heat. I'm not necessarily going to enjoy it, but the cold is just—it's a rough one for me, especially when I do most of my workouts in the morning. So it's like the coldest, and um, I, I just—I'll I'll get up and I'll be like, God, do I really want to get out of bed knowing it's? 10 degrees out right now and I'm gonna have to go battle that for an hour listen like I warm up like I ran nine and a half today it was a little chilly I warmed up I end up taking my gloves off I take my hat off but getting started is what makes it really really difficult for me um that's really all I have to say on the arrowhead over here life is pretty good I I'm content I'm gonna be training through December, January, February, March, and then I think I'm going to go back to Chippewa Falls and run a 50K. I'm still trying to figure out what 50 miler I'm doing next year, but that is most certainly on the plans. After the film, I did have the conversation with my mom because I feel like my mom doesn't do this ultra stuff, right? Like she's not a runner. She'll go on a walk, but she I think part of her is trying to still grasp the concept of why do I do this type thing, especially when, you know, she sees me uh training and I'm like I'm hurting and she's like, "Why are you what why are you going out right now when you're talking about, you know, this is hurting and you need to take it easy, you should be taking it easy. I think after getting her to like come on into the film and listen to all these different people talk about the reasons why they do it, I think she's finally understanding more and more like my reasoning behind loving this sport. So I did have the conversation with her. Oh, oh, the cops, the cops. It's not us. It's not for us. I think after I, I had the conversation with her of next year. God damn it. A giant rock just hit my window. I don't think it broke, but no, it doesn't look cracked. This guy just got pulled over. What are you doing? Oh, wait, what do we got? Oh, we have an unmarked two. Oh, yeah. Good luck, buddy. He must have really fucked up if the unmarked is turning his stuff on. Um, I think she's understanding, like, my motivations and, like, wanting to up it. The challenge that comes with going from 50K to 50 miles, that's the plan for next year. Um... I'm still trying to decide which one I'm going to do, but that, that's the plan. I'm, uh, I'm just enjoying myself right now. There's no need to rush it. Um, late April's my next race. I'm just trying to maintain a little bit, throw in a long run here and there, but nothing too crazy. Uh, I, I really 
enjoy this kind of film though. So I want to I want to see more. I I'd also really like to see more local films, like a local film creator. I just feel like that's a lot more fascinating than big Hollywood. You know, people are like, oh, this person's in this movie. I don't give a fuck. I, I mean, like, really. I don't give a fuck if this person's in this movie. I, I just, I'm not entertained at all by CGI, special effects. It's, it's just boring to me. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know I love me some black and white old films and foreign films. Honestly, very simple foreign films, low budget, are awesome. This documentary was perfect. I loved every minute of it. Um, you guys know the drill. Follow me on Twitter at Thoughts by Randy. Uh, head on over to Venmo, PayPal. Link is in the description below. I appreciate the ratings. Um, I pissed someone off on Counter Strike the other day. They gave me a one star on uh, Spotify. You know, if you're going to give me, it, listen, the way you look at it is if I have 55 stars and you give me one star to, ooh, put me at 4.9, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm glad I pissed you off enough. You also never listen to the damn podcast, so fuck you. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you guys tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will see you back next week. If I don't, I hope you have a wonderful life. Peace.